Hey everybody, this is Flavio Romeo, and on this episode of the Towncast, it's more of a visual episode. So I encourage you guys to go to our YouTube channel, uh, just look look up the uh, the Towncast, and uh, if you can't find it, go to thetowncast.com. If you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a link to our YouTube channel. That might be the easiest way to do it. But this episode takes us to the 212-year-old building that's on Golfer Road in Hawthorne, uh, the John W. Ray House, that was converted into a beautiful art gallery. They spent, the county spent almost $2 million refurbishing the house. It is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it's the Passaic County Art Center. It's right on Golfer Road in Hawthorne. You've probably passed it dozens of times, didn't even realize what it is. But you'll get a good idea of the artists that are they're exhibiting now. Uh, we hear from the curator as well as one of the other uh, curators for the uh, the art center. And and again, I encourage you guys to uh, to look it up on YouTube so that you can you can see some of the artwork, but you can see what they've done to the house. It's beautiful. And uh, and if you don't subscribe, please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel because we are going to have more content. We have a very very special. Uh, competition coming up, which I call the one competition to rule them all. And uh, for those of you who know, know. Uh, and we also have another special thing that's going to be coming up. We're going to be doing the good news of the week. We'll put that announcement out and we're just looking to, to bring out good news uh, with all of the bad news that we hear on television and radio and social media, we thought it's about time to just bring out some good news. And we're going to reach out to you guys to uh, share some good news in your your area, people that you know, and uh, we'll highlight it and really and really promote the good news and things that that happen in our communities. All right, so enjoy the episode, everybody. Center. It's right on Golfer Road in Hawthorne, Golfer Road and Ray Avenue. They redid this house. It was built in the 1800s and they redid it. And inside is just a beautiful, uh, it's, it's a beautiful uh, gallery. It really is. They turned it into a wonderful gallery. And until, going to August 28th, from now to August 28th, they have four different exhibits. We're going to take a look at each one. And I encourage you guys to come down, take a look at it. All the artwork is for sale, uh, and it's, it's just a nice way to support our local artists. They have a reception tonight. We happen to be here tonight. Um, this is a collection by an artist by the name of Ed Whitmore. Uh, paintings and sculptures as well. But again, you can see just a lot of light, beautiful space. It really gives you a chance to see the artwork, his sculptures and his paintings. You could also look him up on his website. Uh, there's a lot of events that, that the Passaic County Arts, uh, Arts Group that, that they put together for this summer and going into the fall. And after August 28th, they're gonna try to have exhibits 
ongoing. So as soon as this show ends, they're gonna have a new series of artists come in. And I'm gonna take you into this other room where we'll get a chance to talk to one of the other artists. This artist, this artist's name is Peyton McDonald, and this is such, this is so creative. This artwork is so amazing. So he, he's a musician first, and, and he's gonna be climbing the, uh, I'll let him tell you, as soon as he comes back, I'm gonna let him tell you about his artwork, but, but you'll notice these QR codes. And if you bring your phone and you, and you take a picture of that QR code, it'll take you to a music site where you can hear the music that relates to the drawing, to what he saw and what he heard as he was climbing these mountains. It's pretty unique. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, so you can, you can hear the music while you look at it, and it was the inspiration that led to not only the music, but also to the artwork. So we're gonna talk to, uh, we're gonna talk to Peyton in a second, but I wanted you to see some of his work. And, and you know, I wish you could hear some of the music. I'll see if I can, uh, if I can loop it into this video, I will. Uh, but most of these are, are mountains and here in the Northeast, I mean, I, I know a lot of you will recognize High Mountain right up in North Haven. And, uh, and, and then he has music that coordinates with each of you. So we're gonna try to get with the artist and talk to him. All right, so here we are, it's Peyton McDonald. Pey I was just bragging about how creative your work was. Now, what you said to me was that you were, you're a musician first. Yeah. So you're a tra trained musician? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, I started with music when I was nine years old as a drummer, and then through, I studied piano for a while, and then I got really into all the percussion instruments all through middle school and high school. I went through an undergrad, a master's degree, a doctorate, all in music. Really? And then I've been working as a college professor and a freelance musician for the last 20 years. Wow, what's your favorite instrument out of all of them? Uh, I really love keyboard percussion, so like marimba, vibraphone, xylophone, those kinds of, and that's you know probably to, my And you know favorite. how to play all those? Yeah, that's kind of oh, my main. My that's main so cool. Yeah. So, so how did you incorporate your love? Uh, clearly, a passion for music. How did you incorporate that in this artwork? So, I mean, honestly, I don't really think of myself as a visual artist per se. I'm really a composer. But a lot of the kind of music I like to play and I like to listen to is music that combines improvisation with more fixed elements that you would okay. practice. So. I mean, you know, through my music education, I did everything from traditional like Mozart and Bach, but I also did a lot of jazz, a lot of really experimental avant-garde kind of music. And this music, I would say, probably falls in the experimental realm. So, okay. you know, when you look at these scores, uh, you as the interpreter, if you come to it, like let's say you're a piano player and you want to play one of these pieces, there is information given to you, but you also have to figure out what to do with it. Give me an example of that. Like, let's take, okay. take any, one so, of your, any one of your favorites. But why don't we look at Paul Cotter? All right. So, so let's say I were to interpret this piece. The first decision I have to make is kind of where I'm going to go. Now I knew because I this was Halcott is a mountain in the in the uh, Catskills. Oh, okay. And this actually kind of roughly follows the trail, the shape. Of oh, is the trail. that right? Um, but the question is, you know, why is there all this stuff over here, and then uh, you know, what's the structure? And the deal was, I did this hike in the middle of the winter. I was totally by myself on the mountain. And during the ascent, my mind was all over the place. I was thinking about this and that, and I don't know, it was like ricocheting, bouncing off the walls. And that's what this kind of represents in a general sense, is all this kind of busyness. 
once I finally got to the summit, which I sort of represented up here, I was hearing some music in these modes. These are musical modes. C Dorian, C Phrygian. That's an actual scale that oh, a really? musician could play. Okay. And so I was hearing those as, as they were just, they kind of popped in my head when I got to the summit. So that's why that's there. But if you are interpreting this and you don't have any of that information, you'll have to decide, do I start here and go this way? Maybe I start here and go this way. Maybe I start up here and bounce around. Those are all acceptable choices. The thing is, as a composer, when I give you a score like this, I'm entrusting you to do something creative and... and Interpret it to your, yeah. your own interpretation of it. That's right. And as long as you take it seriously, what you come up with is going to be yours. And, you know, 10 different musicians might interpret this 10 different ways. It could be a two-minute interpretation. It could be a three-hour interpretation. Wow. It could be done by one person. It could be a whole ensemble of people. But you as a musician are going to have to, to, to make some decisions, you know. So, like you see the circle, it says open. What does open mean? Does that mean open rhythms? Does it mean open improvisation? Uh, it could okay. mean a lot of things, you know. I do give you some specific things, like these gestures here. You get this little ba -da, ba -da, ba -da, you know. But exactly how you interpret those is going to be And where you place you. them. Yeah, that's where right. You place them. That's so cool. Now, what, what, why Halcott? Why... Uh... So all of these are, actually not all of them, but most of them in this room are part of my Sonic Peaks project. Okay. So what I'm doing over the next couple of years is I'm hiking all 147 of the highest peaks in the Northeast. 147 peaks yeah. in the Northeast. So there's 35 in the Catskills that are above 3,500 feet. And then all the rest of them are in New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine, and they're all above 4,000 feet. Wow. So I'm only about halfway through the Catskills, so I still have a ways to go. but. Um, and that's where most of the names come from. Halcott is one of the mountains in the Catskills. Okay. Uh, Slide and Hunter are both mountains in the Sure, Catskills. Hunter, Hunter, that's where, that's a skiing slope. That's right, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's it's one of the highest peaks. Uh, Wittenberg and Cornell, I actually did on the same day, but I decided to put them into two different scores. And um, this one, I believe, actually follows the actual shape of the trail. This one does not. This one is more abstract. But, you know, when I'm out there, I think about music a lot. And, when I get and so, so are you hearing tones? Because mm -hmm. obviously you're tuned in, so yeah. the wind's blowing a certain way through the trees. You're hearing tones and hear bird calls, and you're putting those down, and you're getting those down. Yeah. Are you writing notes as you as you're walking, or I just remember it. Yeah. Wow. Um, sometimes it's very specific, like yeah, like I remember where was it? It was uh, on Cornell. I remember towards the summit there was this bird that kept going. One, two, three, one. Like he kept making this little. So that's what that is. That actually reflects a specific thing from da, 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 Right there, those three, those four notes yeah, right, right here. Yeah, that's But so cool. otherwise, the sounds and the shapes are more abstract. Like it might reflect the feelings I had that day. It right. might reflect my sort of general mood. I mean, you know, it's art. I, I can't always explain exactly what I'm doing. But yeah. <laughs> well, it's awesome that, that, that you were able to translate what you felt and what you heard while you're hiking not only into music but then take that and, and translate it that's so that's so awesome I mean it's really it's really like it's way beyond my league <laughs> I mean I, yeah it's way but to be able to put the sounds into into music form and then put that into visual form that's pretty awesome Thanks. So you're here until August 28th, right? Your exhibit's yep. here until August 28th. So I encourage you guys to come down. When are you going to be here? Are you in and out? 
kind of in now. Yeah. In and out, all right. I only live about five miles from here, but I'm in and out of town. Now, do you have a website that people can, can see some of this yeah, stuff? Yeah, you can actually, if you want to see more of this stuff, the best place is sonicpeaks.com. Sonicpeaks.com. So go to sonicpeaks.com and check out more of Peyton's, Peyton's work. And if you have any questions or you're interested in any of these pieces, shoot him an email, send him a note, and, uh, and you can also try to coordinate a time when you're here. Absolutely. Peyton, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we're going to go on and we're going to check out someone else's, this, this uh, cement work. All right, guys, so this is one of the other rooms. In cemento veritas. So in real cement. I'm imagining that's what it says in Latin. But this, this guy's work, he's taken, obviously, animate objects, and uh, he's turned them into cement pieces. Clearly, these are a pair of sneakers. He's got Converse here. And then he's taken some some other things, work shirts, and he's he's turned them into cement artwork. He's not here today, or we'd have a quick chat with him and see what uh, what inspired him to do this. But again, he's going to be here. This whole exhibit's going to be here till August 28th, and I encourage you guys to come down. These are cool. I do like this. The hats. And you're missing the reception because you've got a lot of great snacks. You've got some nice wine. But again, you see it's going till August 28th. And he has all of his work in here. Yeah, he has all of his works in here. Not everything is, uh, is shown here. Most of these pieces are all for sale. All of this, uh, all the uh, pieces that are being exhibited. So we're gonna go and we're gonna talk to the other artist that is here and uh, talk to her about some of her work. All right, everybody, so we're gonna go in the last room. Uh, this was the most crowded room, so we had to save this to last till nobody's here anymore. Uh, and we are in the room of Audrey Yee Fink. Oh, this is Audrey. Audrey, thank you so much. Uh, so I love your work. You were so busy uh, you know, during the whole reception and I'm glad that you, you, know, you were able to at least connect and, uh, and hear a little bit about your work. So, so tell, us, tell us about the room. Tell us about the, uh, the work in the room right now. So this is my show of planning and landscape of the And I think of this as something like a visual diary of my travels throughout the past couple of years. So we start in this one now, summer. And here in the North East, it's wonderful because we have the benefit of four seasons. So in summer, we have the beach sales. Um, and these, so these are all familiar places, right? Like I see here, this one is Island Beach State Park, and then you've got East Hampton up on top. Yeah, so I try to select spots within a three-hour drive of Hawthorne, New Jersey. So. If any of the viewers wanted to go to the exact spot where we were standing, you could easily drive there. Yeah, uh, Harriman State Park. Yeah, these are all places to go to. Yes. Yeah, so I spend uh, summers in East Hampton. The top two are um, just a short ride away from where I was staying. Harriman is close and has wonderful areas with hike, beautiful streams. Trees, landscapes, and then of course our beaches. Yeah, and where was this? I was trying to figure out where that was. This is a little bit further. It's about two hours north of here. Um, this painting is done from a sketch. So this is a studio painting. Uh, 
Um, I don't take out the large houses of this size because they tend to blow or work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you learn that from experience, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So this is a studio painting, um, but again, you know, not a far um, distance away from Oh, so you have you have it broken up seat by season? By season. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, yes. So. Which is your favorite season to paint? I love winter because I love the palette of winter. So really? It's a little bit cold to stand out there. Yeah, I would think it's, so. It's amazing to see um, the blues, the, the rich colors of the, of the trees. So let's take a look at winter. So the, again, these are all places that are pretty much in the area, right? I noticed yes. the footbridge at Ringwood. Some of you guys have already have walked across this footbridge. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's beautiful. And there are a lot of things that you know, uh, a lot of things in So even though the place might be the same place, it'll take on a different. It looks different field. every day, right? Different seasons, yeah. different times of day. So. It's easy to go back to the same place multiple times and see something fresh and new. Absolutely. And of course, yeah. one of my favorites, this must be spring. Spring, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Birth, renewal, and then the promise of summer. That's right. <laughs> so when you, when you travel, I noticed this one. I do like this one. This one, you call this a day at the office. Yes. Right? Is, were those other painted? Was everybody just out there painting? Yes. So. Um, yeah yeah which is which is the beauty of art I mean you know someone may look at a piece and be like oh well, that's not for me the next person walks in and says that wow. that is speaks to me, right? It's 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 such a personal. It's as personal to paint as it is to view to, to look at the paintings. I feel absolutely. Yeah. And you know, looking at each of these paintings, it's a memory for me. It's almost like ripping a page out of my own diary. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I remember who I was with. I remember the conditions. I remember what was there. So how I know you, I know that you're selling your paintings, right? You do yes. you do have your paintings for sale. Yes. How is it like separating yourself from a painting? Like like one of the, which is your favorite painting it's in the whole tough. show? It's tough to separate. Yeah. And, you know, this is really the first time that I've sold any of my landscape sketches because they are so personal and they are so meaningful to me. It's selling a baby. Selling a baby and hoping it goes to a I know, I know. It, I, I totally yeah. get that. And so tell us about your background. Did you, did you go to art school or how, when did you start painting? So I started painting later on in life. I went uh, to school um, for economics. I graduated from Northwestern University. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, yes, and then I uh, worked in consulting and banking and so I had children. And at that time, remote connectivity really wasn't a thing. Right, you didn't have options. You either went or you didn't. Semi-forced retirement. Right. I um, you know, raised my two uh, girls. And 
um, when my younger one was um, interested in art, I became a supportive parent. So I was the treasurer of her art school. And then um, when she didn't have time to paint, she left all her materials at home. So on a lark, one day I just picked that up, and that's how I got my start. Wow. So how long about how long have you been painting? So I've been painting a little over ten years. Wow. I started out painting indoors, um, learning the ins and outs of oil paint. But I really not an easy medium to to control. No, but so <laughs> exciting. So yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I, that's not a bad looking day at the I take a day at the office like that anytime. It beats yes. the day down at Wall Street, right? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> so can people see your other work that you've done or do you have a website that people can look at? Yes, so my website is AudreyFinkGallery.com. Um, my paintings are up there. I also have paintings around locally in Ridgewood. If you've been to Sook uh, Coffee Shop on Broad Street. Oh, you have your stuff on in Sook? That's Sook. Oh, that's yes, cool. Yes, and at the place next door, also Bamboo House, I have a painting there. Um, so you're, you're, you're around. Now, if someone, yes. if someone says, you know what, I, I, I love what you did here. This is called Spring Magnolia. I love what you did with that house. Would, could you paint my house? Do you do that? Do you commission? Like, do people Absolutely. commission you? Absolutely. I have commissioned um, house portrait paintings as well. Um, is that what they're called officially? Like, house portrait paintings? I guess so. I guess so. Why not? It's a portrait, it's a portrait of the house. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. so they can. So, like, a, or a, a pet or a family member. I mean, do you do that as well? Yes. yes. All right. So if they reach out to you, they go to your website. You have your email there. Or you want to give your email address? Um, it's on there. It's Audrey.Fink825 at gmail.com. So it's Audrey. I'm going to give you the spelling. It's Audrey Fink. You can leave the E out. Yes. Uh, AudreyFinkGallery.com. Gallery.com. Well, listen, I, I wish you a lot of luck. This entire exhibit goes on until August 28th, so I encourage you guys to come down. The artists are in and out, so you might, ha you might be lucky enough to see one of the artists. If you did want to meet any of the artists that you saw in any of the exhibits, reach out to the Visay County Art Center or go to their websites and send them an email and arrange a time when you can come down and talk a little bit more about it. Audrey, thank you so much. I wish you much success here and in wherever you show your work. Thanks so much for having me. All right, uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to introduce, because I also want some information, but I wanted to introduce you to to Kelly Raphael. Kelly is, is not only responsible for putting together the artwork uh, that's, that's in the Art Center, but also, so, so how long have you been affiliated with the Passaic County Arts Center? From its establishment, um, so I'm the director for the Department of Cultural and Historic Affairs for the County of Passaic. Um, our department was adopted to the county structure January 1st, 2017, so I've been here since then. Um, within a few months of working for the county, we were looking at how to adaptively reuse and restore the John W. Wright House. So since 2017, prior to it opening to the public, I've been involved with the Wright House. Yeah, I mean, this, this house has been around, I didn't know if, if you knew years ago, it was Bo the Boys and Girls Club. Yes. I'm sure you know the history, yeah. And, and not only that, guys, downstairs in the basement is the Hawthorne Historical Society, yes. right? So you've, you've allowed us to, allowed Hawthorne yeah. Yeah. to have our space down there. 
So how long did it take to re... The, the, the building is gorgeous. The house is gorgeous. How long did it take you guys to rehab it? So the construction itself took about eight to 10 months, um, but the planning for it, you know, took a little longer. Um, from January 2017, roughly January to February 2017, up until 2018, we did a conditions assessment feasibility study and started working to collect and gather what the funding sources would be for this project. Sure. Um, we went out to bid, publicly bid in the fall of 2018. Started construction by winter, and we were open June first, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, I mean, it's, I remember when you guys first opened up, and and for you guys that you know art uh, art in the park, yes. which was which was right here. It started yes. here. It started they had here. all the food trucks here. I was here this past this past year, and I love the emphasis that that Passaic County is pouring into the arts. And it's, it shows with, with the exhibitions. How do, you find, how do you find your artists? Are they local? Are they, how, how do you find your artists? So we have a few different ways of finding artists. Our primary goal was to really bring in local artists, so artists from Passaic County and all over Passaic County. Um, but we our extended reach, you know, is New Jersey and, you know, Passaic County. Um, for this exhibit, we have a special guest from Italy. He found us, so we were That was excited. the concrete guy, yes. Mario. <laughs> Mario. Um, his stuff was shipped in from Italy, so we were happy to, to have him. All artists have a connection to either Hawthorne or Passaic County that are here. Um, we do a call for artists. That would be one way where we have a very specific theme for the show and we put that out there to the public. The second is we do open, like, sort of um, admissions. Sure. So people can submit send them their, in. Yeah, send them in. And, and do you, you sit with them and go through yes. it and say what's going to work? Yes. And wow, we that's a lot work. of work. So we are at a point where we're scheduled for a year out. So we know who's coming for, you know. A and year how, year. how often how often do you have shows like this? Like, Shows like this. Yes. So we want people to keep coming back. So we are exchanging rooms and exhibits um, every eight, uh, four to eight weeks. You'll always find something new here at the Art Center. So this show with these one, two, three, four artists is going to end August 28th. Yeah. You're going to have something right have behind that. that. Yep, coming in right behind it. That's, well, listen, I want to thank you for not only for rehabbing this house, but for using it in such a beautiful way. I mean, when you guys walk in here, you know, the house was built in 18... 1810. 1810. Now, my house in town was built in 1886. That's new compared to that. That's, that's, pre, that's like Civil War. Wow. So, so I encourage you guys to come down and, and listen, go on the website. What, what's the website? Yeah, so pcartscenter.org and so, there you'll be able to see a lot of, of the things you're doing. And all of our arts, so our arts extend outside of the Arts Center. We have a poetry festival coming up in October. This year we started with a lot of literary work and we had our first ever book festival which will come back next year. Wow. We'll continue art in the park. Uh, performing arts are going to come this summer with a new concert series. So we have a lot of different things going on in Passaic County to enrich uh, our arts Well, Kelly, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know how busy oh, it is right now. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to the next exhibit. Yes. All right, thank you us. so much. Thank you. All right, guys, thank we're going to take a little walk around. And uh, 
and, and I encourage you guys to just come down and check it out. It's gonna be, it's open, is it open every day? Wednesday through Sunday, 10 to, 5. 10 to 5. So, I, you know, on a weekend, it's right here in the park. You guys know where it is, right in Gothelbrook Park. It's one, it's one of the oldest houses in town. And, and hopefully at some point it'll be a historical site, right? It is, it is already? It is on the State and National Register of Historic Places. It is. Since 1999. Look at that. It's on the Historical Registry, National Historical Registry. So I encourage you guys to come down and see what an amazing job Kelly and her team have done. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, guys, we're gonna keep walking around. I am taking a sneak peek in the inner office. Look at some of this artwork that they have. It's not on exhibit right now. They had it on exhibit, but we are gonna to talk to the museum curator for Passaic County, Jessica Bush. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. So. All right, so you're the museum curator. Is that a, do you go to school for that? I don't even, how do you get involved in that? Curating um, museums. Yeah, so my background is anthropology and my master's is museum education. And so what museum education really entails is how do you tell stories using artifacts and art um, in your wow, collections? right. So, um, yeah, so that's my background, museum education. So when did you get involved with the Passaic County system? I was hired in 2017 and... Oh, right around the same time as Kelly. Yeah, so okay. our department was brand new. I'm actually, Kelly and I, I think, are the only full-time staff from day one. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So we, we just took a look around and we, we saw all the different exhibits. Now, how many, so, so you're the curator for Passaic County. Mm -hmm. How many other spaces like this or how many other museums do you have? So this is the only space dedicated to art and contemporary art. We oh, have cool. historic house museums throughout the system. We also have a couple of historic houses that have been restored that are currently being used as offices. Yeah, I know you have, was it the Dye Mansion? So we have the Dye Mansion. We have the Vanderhoff House, which is in Clifton. Um, we have obviously this house, which is the John, John Ray house. house. We have the County Courthouse, which is a historic courthouse. Where is that? In, in Patterson. Patterson, yeah. Right? yeah. We it's have, a beautiful courthouse. It's beautiful. With the dome and So you redid the whole you guys redid that or So that's actually having worked on on it right now. Okay. So but that is just it's one of the sites that's considered under our domain because it is a historic site. Right. Yeah. So Oh, Lambert, so you guys you guys manage the historic sites? The historic sites in Passaic County? In Passaic County. Yeah. You're busy. Yeah. Um yeah, so Lambert Castle, Lambert Tower. And we're also in shared services agreement with two different municipalities. So in Clifton, we have a shared services agreement for the Hamilton House, which is a 19th century farmhouse. And in Wayne, we have shared services for the Van Ripper Hopper, Van Doyne Mead House. That's yeah, easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's keeping you busy. So we talked to Kelly a little bit, and she told us how, how you go about pulling the, the work, curating the work for, for this, which is the contemporary work mm -hmm. from either local or Jersey artists. What do you do for the historical sites that are? So specifically the Dye Mansion, which is our biggest, we call it kind of the, the jewel of yeah, our yeah, historic yeah. sites. Yeah. The Dye Mansion is in Washington's headquarters. So in 1780, Washington and his troops encamped there for three months total. And in that house, we have a collection of roughly 5,000 artifacts related to uh, 18th century life, Dye family, American Revolution. Wow. And that's where we tell the story of the American Revolution in Passaic County. 
So listen, guys, you gotta you gotta check out the Dye Mansion. <laughs> All of these places have been have been preserved. Like you're trying to preserve the you know the uh, the antiquity of it or the the history of it. Right. Right. And I, and I love what you did here. This is you said this is the only the only place that it's is showing contemporary work. Right. So this is a historic site for a contemporary purpose. Um, and the, the artwork we show here, it's not. Um, just local. Right now we have an artist from Italy. Mario. Yeah, Mario. Mario. <laughs> Mario's from Italy. Um, we have one artist who's showing here, originally from Patterson, but has been in California for the last 50 years or so. Wow. Um, yeah, so we try to um, have a place for local artists. And believe it or not, the day we opened our doors, people from the five mile radius just piled into I'm an artist, I'm an artist, I'm an artist. Everybody's an artist. So Hawthorne <laughs> is a huge artist community. It really we didn't is. didn't really know it until we opened our doors. Is that right? Yeah. So um, so the two artists that are showing right now are really local. They're within a few miles of the building. Nice. Nice. That's great. It's great that you do. That's great that the county supports, you know, local, local artists and artisans like that. And the cool thing about this building, even though it was a historic preservation or restoration, I should say, we restored the building. Um, we brought its architecture, for the most part, back to its 1810 architecture. Yeah. But because we didn't sort of label it as a historic preservation project, we were able to use brighter colors. We were able to do a little bit of different fun things. With it's the beautiful. Building. I mean, it looks like it looks had. like a gallery that you'd see in New York. Yeah. Except you go on the outside and it, did, and it looks like an house. 1810 <laughs> house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so it was this was this kind of a passion project for you guys? Like did you really Yeah. So when you have so many historic sites and you need to sort of give reason why they should be restored, right? Because restorations cost money and you have yeah. to, you know, give a you know, why should we restore this building? Well, as the Department of Culture and Historic Affairs, we had historic house museums. We we had our heritage, we had our culture, but we didn't have the arts. And so we started to figure out where we could start to place um, different purposes and this just made sense as an art gallery. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you're doing that and I love you know, I love that you're supporting the local artists and I love the work that's behind you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is so beautiful. This is old. This is old. Yeah, some of these paintings date back to the 1600s and then we have a few paintings mixed in. I don't know if you can see behind me. There's this little guy right here. That's a 2019 piece. Um, so we do have some local art mixed in with our historic art. Yeah, that's great. The other really great thing about this um, art center is that we do have arts programming here as well. And the last two years we've been able to, with um, the support of some grants from St. County Cultural and Heritage Commission, offer free arts programming. I saw that. I, I actually tried to, they go quickly. They do. I tried to sign up, uh, I have an art background as well, I tried to sign up for the charcoal because uh -huh. I, I love charcoal, charcoal drawing. And uh, I mean, it was like that. Yeah. So I came by just to see what everybody was doing. It was very cool that you guys do that. Yeah, so we're really trying to keep it and they're free, classes. free or low cost. You know, it's a community-based arts place. And we want it to be community-based. Yeah. So um, being able to pay artists, but not have people pay to take the classes, is, it's a really important thing for us. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, make sure that you keep me uh, Keep me abreast of any of any of the programs you do here, and we'll promote them on the Towncast. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, I I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I mean, as much as I have, this is such a rare find. I mean, there's not a lot of towns, not a lot of small towns that have a gem like this 
in right right in the center of the town. It's it's right in the park. Look, you play softball outside. You take a walk down Gotham Park, and uh, and then you come in and you see some 16th, 17th, 17th century art, thanks to Jessica. Uh, so I encourage you guys to come down, check out the art center. Uh, they're going to have ongoing shows. August 28th, this show ends. And uh, right after that, they're going to have a new show. So, Jessica, thank you again so much. Thank you. I wish you a lot of success here. All right, guys. Be well, everybody.